So basically, I'm going to be starting a podcast delving into people who are pursuing a passion and specifically based around hip hop and chasing their dreams. I'm going to be having a guest joining me shortly. His name is Sense, a.k.a. New Kid. If you're not familiar with him, you should get familiar with him. How you been, fam? Oh, man. Living. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the best, that's the best way I can put it. Yeah, man. Trust me, man. I hear you, man. I like to say all the time, I'm blessed, stressed, and everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> it's life, you know? Facts, facts, facts. You got to roll with the punches, man. Exactly, man. But first off, I want to I want to thank you, bro, for joining me because, you know, it, it really is an honor and I appreciate you spending your time to do this. Anytime, bro. Anytime, anytime. You know, we go way back. You know, real shit, man. So basically what my vision for this podcast is, is, is like dream chasing and people pursuing shit in hip hop, you know, specifically, because for me, it's something that is saved. It really saved my life in so many ways. And I feel like that's a commonality between a lot of people pursuing shit in hip hop. So, yeah. you know, I, I want to delve into a little bit about, about your story and, and your work and what you do and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, what I want to get into is first of all, like, ju just introduce yourself. Well, y'all know me. The name Sense from Toronto, Canada, and uh, shit represent that family money everything movement. Started about you know seven years ago, almost seven years, six years ago, and uh, just yep. running running full steam ever since, bro. Yeah, man, I, I like that. I, li I like the idea behind it, too. Family, money, everything, man. Where am I? Like, you say you're from Toronto. Like, whereabouts did you grow up? Well, I, like I said, um, I was, I was, well, I never said that, but <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've, I've been all over Canada, bro. I was actually born in Edmonton. Um, okay, I okay. I actually remember that now. I remember knowing yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was uh, I was born in Edmonton. From there, I moved all over, like Pickering, Mississauga, Brampton. Yeah, um, the first place. But like you know, as a kid, you just I my family used to move like every two years. You know what I'm saying? Like so, every every two years we was living somewhere new. No doubt. I spent a lot of my uh, childhood years in a a, little, a small town called Newmarket. Okay. Um, if you know that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that I know new market. <laughs> yeah, so you know what I mean. I grew, I, I pretty much grew up there as a kid. Um, my all my adult years, I've been in the GTA though. Like from uh, from the age of about 16, 17 up, I've been Brampton, Toronto. Like you know what yeah. I mean. I've, um, you remember the party that <laughs> the, yeah. the video party that I had in um Brampton? Um, yes, sir. <laughs> And then, um, you know, from there I went to, I've been in Jane and Finch, I've been in Scarborough, I've been in East York, you know what I mean? I've been all over. Been all, all over, over, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good, though, taking a lot of environments, man. So as far as growing up, what, what were you like growing up? Like, what kind of personality did you carry through your childhood and, and into your adult years? I mean, I was a good kid, bro. I was like, I didn't, I didn't cause trouble. Yeah. Um, I was a I was a good kid. Um, my mom homeschooled me until about okay. Yeah, I was homeschooled till about grade five or whatever the case may be. That's so, interesting um, to me, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It was uh my mom was like a super overprotective type of person, right? And she had yep. grown up. She had grown up in a country with a a lot of 
racism. She's from the UK. Okay, right? okay. And uh, at the time when she was growing up, she had to go through a lot of shit with uh, people in schools, like as far as teachers uh, disrespecting her as a black person, uh, fights every day. She had to go through with people at school, just really? a lot of racism. So she mm-hmm. grew up with a lot of um, scarring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I she, can imagine, man. She wanted to try and protect me from that. So she tried to do that as long as she could. I've, I've always wanted to be around people. So uh, yeah. she, tr- she tried sending me to school in grade two, and she sent me to a school in Toronto called Crawford. That's up there on Shepherd. Shepherd okay. And Shepherd and Finch, I believe it is. But um, so she sent me to a school up there. It's like, because um, I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. I don't know if you ever heard of that religion. But, yeah, I've heard of it still. I'm not all that familiar with it, but. Yeah, well, I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. And so she sent me to like a Seventh-day Adventist school. We didn't have a lot of money, but with our church, if you don't have a lot of money, they'll pay for a majority of the schooling. Then your okay. family just comes up with the rest, right? So she, she did that, sent me to school in grade two. But I've always just been attracted to like, the the bad side of life right so when i was <laughs> up there i automatically fell in with the wrong crowd ended up uh coming off of campus going stealing some shit from the 7-eleven next door fucking got came back got caught by the principal got my ass whooped when i got home she took me yeah. out of school took me out of school no. right away <laughs> no deal, man. Then, well i can definitely relate with that trying to <laughs> be in a little bit i'm uh pulled to the, the batter side of things you know mm-hmm right yeah i definitely feel that i don't know why bro i've just always been like that and it was like uh, if i was at home i was a good kid if i was around other people and stuff i was just attracted to that type of shit yeah yeah man trust me i feel that man so as far as music goes when when did you like first feel connected to music Oh, from the from the day I was born, brother. My yeah. mom had me. My mom had me singing at. Um, I've been singing at weddings and stuff like that when I was a kid, from since okay. I was about probably about five. I mean, remember I sang at my auntie's wedding or some shit like that when I was like five years old. Really? And, uh, eh? I was I, I was always singing in church and stuff like that. I love. I grew up on gospel, calypso yeah. music, um, soul. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. old school soul music, and uh, that was that was has always been in me. I just knew from the since the day that I knew myself that I wanted to do music. You know what I mean? That's what's up, man. So when did that start to transition in into hip hop? Um, when did hip hop? When did you start connecting with hip hop? I'd probably say probably around the age of twelve, man. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Around twelve is. Um, my my cousins had come and visit me from Edmonton, and my my older cousin, she was she my older girl cousin Blaine, put me onto some shit. Like she put me onto like Salt and Pepper, Tupac, and like that was the first time I ever heard kind of like rap music and words being used in that type of way, like to convey yeah. certain messages and emotions. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Fell in yeah, love man. With it. Started uh, getting into music myself, started listening to, uh, I, it's crazy because the first type of music I actually loved was down south music, bro. I was like, I was a big Master P, 
and No Limit fan. Yeah. I had all the fucking cheesy ass mixtapes with the fucking standing <laughs> That's on the funny front with the lights though, all over. The No Limit and the Cash Money movement were like the first ones that I ever like, you know, I bumped like all kinds of hip hop and not to say I didn't love like a lot of the older East Coast shit or whatever, but it's like when yeah. I heard that, I was like, the yeah, beats, yeah, yeah. the flow, and everything—like it, it lit me up, the bro. Energy, like the energy, yeah, exactly yeah, the energy, man, for real. I've, I've always been drawn to energetic music, bro. Like it's, yeah. it's always been about energy for me. Like that's why a lot of my favorite uh, artists were the before I got into the more introspective shit was like uh, the high energy shit, like um, you know, Buster Rhymes and just like yeah. Noriega and it, just anybody who had like a lot of energy and just brought a mm-hmm. type of weird quirkiness to, to the game. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, man. When, I feel that when it switched around for me is when I found out about Jay. And when, once I found out about Jay, I was like, Oh, that's my favorite rapper for life. It was never nobody else since then. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's proper. <laughs> So how old were you when you started, like, really taking it a little bit more seriously on on your own terms and trying to, like, pursue it a little bit more seriously for music? Um, I, I could say probably about 15, uh, 14. What, what, how old are you in grade 8? Grade 8 is when I started buying the computer mics, you know, the little stupid computer mics, the long-ass Yo, trust me, man. Did you did you put the sock over the top for yeah, the little I put pop the sock over the <laughs> Yeah, the little sock. I did that shit too, fam. And, and, and recorded my tracks on um, Cool Edit Pro back then. It was called. Now it's called. Um, yeah, what is Adobe it? Audition. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. called Audition now. Did right? you use Peter Quisgard's information? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for the for the for the compressions and all of that type of shit. Yep. And, yeah. um, and, um, fucking just uploaded shit straight to MySpace. I remember that's where I met, um, what's his name? Jay Hood. I was talking to Jay Hood before he grew up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, it's uh, funny too. I'm pretty sure that's where I first come across your music on MySpace. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think it is, bro. Yeah. MySpace. MySpace was the jam back then, bro. Something strikes <laughs> me. I seen your, your music or your post in a, in a forum, I think. And they linked me to your MySpace. It might have been Hip Hop Canada, bro. That was another big thing for us back then. Yeah, yeah, man, for real, bro. For real. The the forums. Everybody used to go Mm -hmm. on there, cuss each other out. (laughs) Right? Hate on each other, bear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, talk mad shit. I I remember TNT had checked me one time, like, yo, uh, what's it called? I think it was Turk or or Tyke or one of them hit me up on some shit I was talking about. Like, yo, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about, bro? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, this internet shit is real, bro. I was like, man. Like, you know what I mean? That was the first time I got introduced to, like, the kind of, like, the realer side of the music. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's not for the just, faint of heart. <laughs> you can't just be saying anything out here, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, man. But, and especially in hip-hop, because so many people, like, will, they they live for calling people on, on shit, you know? like Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's hip hop, man. Like if you if you're not real, you're gonna get checked. <laughs> yeah, man. So as far as on that line, like you know, something that that holds a lot of people back is like self doubt and insecurities and shit. And like you know, somebody says a bad comment to them, and then they just want to give up or sort of thing. You know, how did you always just keep pushing through and just doing your own thing? Oh man, that was that's been all that's been a long journey, brother. I've like 
I've yeah. really just learned. I've really just learned how to really just trust myself and just not listen to the outside noise. Really, over the past, uh, let's say four or five years, you know what I'm saying. But like before that, there's there's been times, man, like where I just quit. Where I'll, I I just stopped rapping for like a year. Like you yep. know, wouldn't make no music or whatever the case may be. But I'd always come back to it. And after about my third time, I realized I realized, bro. I, you know, I, I went to college and everything. Well, not college, university. I went to University of um, uh, York University. Okay. And, and, I, and I was like, man, fuck the music shit. I'm just going to go be a psychologist, make some steady money for my family, and, you know, get the fuck out of here. And I mm -hmm. killed, my, killed my first year, got a, like a B-plus average, all condensed courses. So, like, like year-long courses crushed into, like, four months, right? Okay, yeah. It. I killed it, bro. So I was like, yo, I'm smart enough to do this. But at the end of it, I was like, this is not what I want to do with the rest of my life. I'll, I'll kill myself, bro. <laughs> like, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, like, yeah, I'm, man. This, this, this is not me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. after that time, I realized, like, yo, you're not going to stop. You're always going to keep coming back to it. This is who you are. Just stick with it and go all the way. Like, you know what I mean? For real, man. For real. Yeah. That was the turning point for me, you know what I'm saying? So during those times where you had quit, was it like, was it something still in the back of your mind or were you just all focused in a different direction? It was always something in the back of my mind. Like, yep. you know what I mean? It was always in my mind. I was always, you know, attached to the music, always would listen to all the latest shit. It's just like, I was just like, I, I doubted myself. I'm like, am I going to be able to make it? Especially after Drake blew up and stuff. I was like, man. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to fuck do this, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have yeah. the money. I don't have the resources. I don't have all of these things that are going to help me get where I, I need to go. Like, how the fuck am I going to make it? You know yeah, man. Trust me, bro. I, I know the same shit's run through my mind over and over, uh, like, along the years, man. <laughs> so, Amal, what sort of things, like, other than just just the own mind and pushing your own limits or whatever and self-growth sort of thing. What other like issues have you faced or adversities have you faced when it's come to say times that you are working on it and going forward, what things have like little setbacks or any sort of shit like that? I mean, it's, it's life, right? So you're going to have a whole bunch of setbacks. Uh, mm -hmm. I have, I have two kids too. Right. And I've had kids since I was like 19. Right. Yep. So like, so I've I've always had to deal with family issues. Um, I've always had to deal with, um, you know, just just the regular shit. I've been homeless more times than I could count. Like you know what I mean. Been broke more times than I could count. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even being out here here in California, I've been homeless twice. Like really homeless. Like sleeping on park benches type homeless. Right. No doubt, but, eh? But but this is the this is the this is this 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 move for me was like this is it bro i'm staying down here i'm ignoring all the noise you know what i yeah. mean there's a there's a lot of people who will judge me for what i'm doing they'll be like oh you need to go home take care of your kids all that type of shit you know what i mean there's um you know there's pressure from the family there's pressure from outside voices you know what i'm saying and it yeah, was man. It, i just made that decision that it's like either we're gonna make it we're going to change the trajectory of this family for life or I'm going to fail horribly and, and die trying. Like, you know what I mean? And Bro, I feel that, that, man. Once you make that decision, things start to change. That's when I finally started getting radio play on 
flow and all types of shit. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It was just, it was once I made that decision, like, you know what I mean? That's when things started changing. So, so tell me more about, about like when you decided to like, that, like that's a big transition, you know, down to San Francisco. Like yeah. what, what was going through your mind at the time? Like what brought San Francisco to your mind first of all? And how did you at that moment? Like that's something that a lot of people would think of, but not actually take the leap. So like, that's a commendable thing. And first of all, bro, it's like, you should salute yourself for that because that that's really dedication right there. But like, what, what made you, what made you do that? Man, like it's a lot of things, bro. It's just like I said, um, you, I don't know, you, you probably know, but, um, uh, the year before I moved down here, I had, uh, been involved in like some violent altercation, right? And yeah. my jaw got my jaw got broken two places. I dropped that song as soon as I got out of the hospital. I'm still living. You know yeah. what I mean? That was a, that yeah, was a big one. I remember one. that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it start kind of like shook shit up. People were like, "Okay, this nigga's serious. Like, no matter what he goes through, he's gonna he's gonna keep going." Mm-hmm. Um, I had met my wife. Like, I'd known my wife for like uh, eight years or like six years before I came down here, like I, we had been talking for a long time. She's from down here. Right. And okay. like she, we had always had a, we had always had like this incredible connection where like, we were just always able to talk forever. Like, you know what I mean? No hesitations. We just talked for hours, blah, blah, blah. We had a lot in common and just a lot mentally. We, 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 we clicked. Right. So I started That's visiting good. her, started visiting her coming down here. You know what I mean? Just to visit her. And on my third visit, I was down here with my son and I just decided to stay. I enrolled him in school. And I said, okay. All right, we just going to go. We just going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's and, good, uh, man. And um, and that's what that's what it was. It was just like, bro, this is, is now or never. I'm getting older. I don't really have time to be second guessing things, bro. It's like either yeah. you're in this, either you're in this, either you're mm-hmm. dedicated to this shit. Or you're not. What do you want to do? Do you want it or do you not want it? Exactly, man. And and see, honestly, I find that that same concept throughout so many aspects of my life. And I feel like it's something that I see hold back a lot of people, whether it's for rapping or other passions or whatever. But it's like, like, you got to go all in on things, you know? It's like, if you're not all in, you're out, Mm -hmm. you know? and. And that, that's really, it's really commendable for you to be taking on that mentality and pushing through with, with actions to, to align with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, man. But um, so, it's not easy. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Nothing, but nothing good is, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, right, nothing right. worth it. It's like, it's like you were talking about how people would say you got to go back home or whatever, but it's like it, it might make things more comfortable in one sense in the now. But if it's going to make the next 15, 20 years of your life uncomfortable, it doesn't really outweigh it, you know? It doesn't, it doesn't equal out. And uh, the, the way that um, one thing that I had heard that really changed my perception was the, uh, was the, the, the retirement challenge. So think about yourself 50, 60 years in the future sitting down and, yeah. and, think, and think to yourself, if I quit now, will I have regrets? Will I think to myself, man, I could have done this. I should have done this. I should have tried. Or are you going to be comfortable with your decision? And if you're not going to be comfortable with your decision, 
then make whatever decision you need to make to be comfortable because there's nothing worse. You just imagine it, just being 80 or 60 or 70 and thinking, man, I never really gave it all I could. Exactly. I like, what if, everything. you know? Right. The yeah, man. will kill you, bro. Those For real, bro. Will, will, will take you to your grave early. You know they will, saying? man. I'm a firm believer of that. Right. I don't want to have any regrets. And I'm lucky enough to have a strong family that's able to support my my kids and, and you know what I mean, help help me out with the things that I need help with. Maybe if it wasn't like that, I couldn't do these decisions because it would it would really negatively impact my my kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, at least you were aware of your circumstances enough to take that into consideration and then realize that maybe you do have things in in your circumstances that maybe some other people don't and you you can jump on it, you know? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So while we're on the topic of going all in on things, it's like, one thing that that's a common thing throughout anybody I talk to or anybody I see who's who's made it is sacrificing shit. You know, whether it's your finances or whatever to invest, whether it's personal relationships or social life, for exact or for example, it's like what sort of things have you been like? You know, you you can't put all that energy into something without taking it from other places. What sort of things have you been sacrificing along the way? You know, I've what. Well, I've sacrificed along the way. I I I didn't make enough sacrifices. I'll tell you the truth, right? Yeah. Like that's what the 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 thing. I've, the biggest sacrifices have come over the past three years. Just not being able to see my kids for over two years. I haven't seen. You know what I mean? My son, he stayed here for about six months and then left. So I haven't seen him in about a year and a half. My daughter, I haven't seen her in in two years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and just not being able to be with them, be able to hold them, be able to hug them, tell them that I love them. Like I talk, talk to them all the time, right? But yeah. just not being able to be there with them in the physical is a major sacrifice, bro. And it hurts me every day. But I know that what I'm doing this for is so that they can have a better future, that no matter what happens, if it takes me another two, three years, whatever the case may be, at the end of it, I know that when whatever they want to do in life, they're going to be able to do because of the sacrifices that I've made now. So exactly. And, and the life. example, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's an example, too. Like, that's another thing, too, man. Like, it sets the tone that it's like if they come down to want something out of their life, they know yeah. that yeah. it's possible. And, yeah, it might yeah. take a couple of years of fucking hard work or not living yeah. exactly how you want to. But you mm-hmm. can get there, you know, you can get there. Exactly. Exactly. I just want them to know that whatever they want, they got to put everything into it, man. They got to mm-hmm. put, they got to dedicate their whole selves to it. You know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> so as an artist and as, as like somebody pushing through for it, what, what would you say are like your biggest strengths as being you? Um, my persistence, bro. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that got me on, Jesus Christ. Sorry. It was a big ass fucking wasp. But um <laughs> uh, the the um the persistence, bro. Like um the thing that got me on the Sirius XM when I got played on Sirius XM was just hitting up that DJ every day. I hit him up every day, every day, every day I would give him 
new music, new new yeah. new shit to check out. I'd just be like, bro, you gotta check this out. You gotta check this out. And I get all my people who were supporting me to go and tag his page with my name and all. That. Yeah, real shit, man. Three hundred tags. He gets three hundred tags like every week of people just tagging my name. Eventually, he yeah. hit me back and was like, bro. You really out here working, dog. You got, really got supporters out here, right? Right. And gave me a shot. That's and proper, that sh- man. That shot led to more shots, and it's just my persistence, bro. Every time I drop a video, you know, because you get the notifications, you'll see me message people. Oh, yes, sir. And I don't, and that's not a that's not a machine messaging people. That's me going through and messaging thousands of people a day just to get a thousand uh, views on my video. You know what I mean? For real, that man. That type of shit built me a, a a fan base where people actually pay attention and want to hear what the, the next thing that I do is, you know what I mean? Yo, real shit, man. Man, like from our first ever experience working together, man, I was blown away at your work ethic. And like you said, your persistence, it was like I would send you like five beats and within days you're sending me back like five tracks or at least previews of like what I'm working on. And it's like yeah. on top of the quantity, it's like you had quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I- I've always admired your work, work, your work ethic, man. Like for real. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So now, as far as we've talked about, you've you've learned a lot over the past few years and been like really on a, on another level over more in recent times. What would you say is is weaknesses that you still have? Or things that you're still trying to to work out or tackle within how you operate or how you think or or anything along that lines. Um, I guess I guess relationship building. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm good at I'm good at networking, but I don't really I don't really like the way that I grew up. It it, it has me it caused me to have like a kind of like a lot of distrust for people. I you feel that. I mean? So I'm not really much of a person who like will like hit people up every day, call people on the phone, all that type of stuff. Like I, that's mm-hmm. just not, you know, it's not what I do. Like uh, I'm trying to work through that and learn how to speak to people and kind of create relationships and network with people. That's why you don't see me doing collabs and all that type of stuff. I don't, I don't ever collab, but I'm trying to, I'm mm-hmm. trying to work on that. I'm trying to start reaching out to more people and collabing. And, you know what I mean? And and just getting myself out there. Um, also, I guess one of my weaknesses was that I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't enough on the money-making business. Like I had a lot of business ideas and and business concepts uh, for how to get my music out there, but I wasn't focused on business ideas that could bring in money now i do videos and stuff like that and i'm mm-hmm. able to bring in some income that i could use to invest into the music you know what i'm saying yeah man man it's hard balancing that the business side with the creative side man it really yeah. is it is it is but it's especially when you're a creatively driven person it's like you get so caught up in doing it for those reasons that it's like it's very easy to cast the financial shit to the side and then it comes times that you need it and it's like shit it's hard it's hard it's hard to split your brain in two because it takes two different types of energies when you're on your business shit your mind shifts into that mode right and then when you're on your creative mode your mind shifts into that mode and trying to balance the two is really difficult but you know um, mm-hmm. you just got to really work hard at finding that balance and i think i found that balance now you know what i mean like you can't That's be good. making 
can't be making music all day if you don't have a theme. Like you gotta you gotta spend some time promoting the music. You gotta spend some time finding different outlets for the music. You gotta spend some time finding different people who can help you uh, get you in the positions with the music. And then you gotta spend Definitely. some time getting some money for the people who aren't really willing to do it just off of love. Like you know what I mean? It's not a lot of people who actually look at somebody and be like, yo, this person's talented. I want to help them out. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's, most people are going to want something. They're going to want some bread. They're going to want something out of the situation. That's uh, another no, thing. Also, that's another thing, too, that I, I had a weakness with. Like, I always saw it as financial. So I was like, man, I don't got the money. But I'm not realizing there's other things that I know how to do that I can offer to a person. Vibe for will, people. Right. You know what I mean? That will mm -hmm. you exchange services. Yo, look, I can do this yeah, for you. Something of value. You help me know? out with that. Right. Barter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so man. Barter, barter system is still still alive. You just got to be creative about how, you know what I mean? You, 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 you get out to people and how you can make things happen. Real shit, bro. Real shit. So, so when did you start getting into the videos? I've seen a, a few of them and it's like, uh, I've been kind of blown away because man, you, you're just as skilled with that as, as you have been with, with the production, with the rapping, with the singing, you know, like thank you're kind you, of a jack you, of all you. trades, but, but crush it all, man. So, so <laughs> how did you make you, that transition? Oh man, like that was, that was, that's necess necessity, bro. It's just like, you realize, okay. I do I don't have six hundred dollars to drop on these videos every time. Some of these videos video people at least they charge you with seven hundred. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And then uh to get a really oh, yeah. like world star quality video, you gotta spend at least twelve. Like, you know what I mean? So Definitely. um so it was just necessity. It was like, bro, it's like even if I had that money, that money would be coming out of money that I could give to a PR or a manager or somebody mm -hmm. who can put my music to where it needs to be seen. So yeah. it was just a necessity where I was like, all right, well, let me just learn how to do this. And I've been making videos my whole life, so I, I knew how to do the editing part, like how to chop. Yeah. But I didn't know how to do effects, how to color grade, all of that type of stuff, and I just taught myself. I went on YouTube. Mm -hmm. YouTube is a crazy uh, resource that people underutilize. You know what it I mean? It really you is. Could always, you could always go on to YouTube, and find a tutorial on anything. So I went and I learned about color grading. I learned about effects. Right, right, Lachensky. Uh, invest, yeah. Investing in yourself. But um, what's it called? You know, I just had to, um, I just had to learn, man. I just had to learn. And, and you know, I, I got more equipment, better equipment. You know, while I was homeless down here, I ended up losing all of my equipment. I had to buy it back. That's why nobody had seen a video from me for about, like, you know what I mean? Four months. Cause like okay. I had to, I had to hustle up, get my, get my money, buy a camera. Now I finally got a crane, a mechanical crane. You know what I mean? So I could get those smooth shots and all yeah. that type of shit. And I've just been building gradually, bro. You know what I'm saying? So now That's the videos up, are man. just getting better and better and better. That's proper, yo. That's very proper. So what, what over? Like I know back, even back in the days, 
when when we were working together on a level, it's like you were winning awards for the fucking WBLK and shit. Like, mm. what sort of things are you, you proud of? You got you got you got some of those awards too because actually you got all of those awards too because you you produce all of those records. Yeah, true enough, <laughs> true enough. Still, but man, it's about you, you know. <laughs> but yo, we did have a good little wave there, bro. Yeah, right, 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 right. We did, we but, did, we did. But what sort of things like that are like, because little things like that, you know, it's like, it's rewarding, it's gratification, but it's also a reminder that, you know, I'm making correct moves. So what sort of things have been going on in the last several years that have been like keeping you like, oh no, see, this is working, this is working. Like what sort of achievements or notoriety sort of things that have you been seeing? Uh, well, when you I talked first... about your shit landing on Sirius XM, I know you just sent a recent little post to me about DJ Enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but no yeah. Worries. So D, so um, yeah, DJ. Um, I got I got you know posts on. Oh, wow, man, so much stuff is um. I got a post on Rap Radar. Um, okay. What else? What else? There's so many. I'm I'm gonna not gonna be able to remember all of them because there's so many. But like yeah. after that serious XM stuff, it really opened up a lot of stuff, and I got posted on some major blogs. I was like, okay, this is working. Um, got posted on serious XM. I was like, all right, I'm getting the nod from the industry. That means I'm good enough to make it, right? Like they've they've heard a yeah. song and they're like, yo, we can play this, right? And yeah. um, and um. I ended up getting played on some on a, on another radio station on a hot on a hot station out in uh, Connecticut. So it was like okay. you know how they have hot hot ninety three seven hot ninety yeah. Uh, this one in Connecticut was called hot ninety seven point three. I ended up getting played on there a couple times. Um, a major player from um, Power one hundred five in LA posted one of my songs on her blog. Okay. Um. I got I got three single ended up getting I used that as leverage to hit up you know the Toronto station and tell yeah. them look I'm I'm getting played out here can you guys support me and they ended up supporting me uh, it was a little bit of a <laughs> it's funny because there was a little bit of friction at first um, because people were like yo you got they came at me a little bit weird at first and I was just like bro honestly. I'm not I'm not trying to fight with you guys. I'm not trying to disrespect you cuz like I appreciate everything you guys are doing. I'm just trying to let you know that I'm out here and I'm working mm-hmm. and and that yeah. things are moving for me and it would really be helpful if you guys supported me as well. You know what I'm saying? And they ended yeah. up they they kind of brushed me off, but I guess they must have taken took in the the music after and um they ended up playing my first single. And after that I got a second single played and I got a third single played. And, uh, so, and so now I'm trying to get a. Oh, even Hip Hop Canada did a special on me. They did. They gave okay. me a, a special, uh, a interview special or whatever. Uh, posted my 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 song on the main page and all of that shit. And uh, so things just kept on moving, kept on moving, and I was like, all right, this is dope, man. So mm-hmm. now you know I'm just I'm just still pushing. I I had had. You know, there's a lot of politics in 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 music in general. Yeah, even, really more so, even more so in Toronto, it's such a small. You know what I mean? It's such a small industry. Definitely. Um, that uh, you know, it's a lot of politics you got to deal with, and um, so I'm hoping that I get back on the radio with this new single, 
but you know i've <laughs> i've had some confrontations with some people who've had uh you know who got friends in the industry so we'll see how it goes but uh um one thing i i do know is that nobody could ever block you nobody could ever stop you from getting what you want if you're talented and you work hard it doesn't matter how many people want a black ball you stop you you're gonna find a way to get it you just gotta be determined you know what i'm saying real shit real shit Yo, Vaughn, what's popping? Tory Lane's features, what's popping? I know that's my boy right there. Old dog, <laughs> old dog was goody. <laughs> yeah, old dog. Um, but yeah, man, we out here, bro. Okay, so question: Where do you think your life, the trajectory, would be if you didn't have music or hip hop in it? Shit, bro. I can't even like, yo. I can't even picture my life without music. Is that crazy? Like I, I, like it's so much a part of my identity. Like it's always been a part of my identity. It's always been a part mm -hmm. of who I am. To the point where it's like, I, what would you do about it? Like it's like, I don't know. It's like asking you what you would do if you weren't a man, if you were born a woman. Like you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. It's, I feel it's, you, but it's just who you are, right? Right. Exactly. It's mm -hmm. pretty much the exact same concept. It's who you are. You can't. You're not separated from it. I couldn't even picture it. I know that um, when I did uh, carpentry, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed working with my hands, like building things, creating things. So I think yep. I always would have been somebody who would have enjoyed creating things. So like, you know what I mean? I yeah, just man. Like creating, building things up. that will, will last, you know? That's yeah. proper, man. So quickly, uh, I'm going to probably, we're going to wrap this up here, but I want to let everybody know. So share it with everybody who doesn't know where they can find your music, how to find you on social media, and like where all your music and everything's available. Well, any, any, anything you look on, um, uh, anything social media related, uh, just search at Sense, a.k.a. New Kid, which is my, which is the screen name you see above. And uh, you'll find me on anything, Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, Facebook. Um, if you even search that on, on YouTube, you'll always catch my music because I always tag my music with that at Sensei K, New Kid. Just try to keep it consistent. Across Are you on platforms. TikTok yet? <laughs> There's too many little kids on there, bro. I like, no, I'm I trying feel to you, but it's it blowing up, bro. It's blowing up, man. I heard, I heard, but I can't mm -hmm. even figure it out. I even know how to do it yet. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure it out. Hopefully, I'll yeah. figure it out and, you know, be able to utilize it. Um, but I'm not, uh, I'm not using it yet. Um, but, yeah, I'm on everything else. Just search Sensei K, New Kid on, on Spotify, Tidal, iTunes, uh, Google Play, anywhere where you get your music, I'm on there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you, just, okay. you just hit search for me right there. Same name, Sensei K. Mukit. Perfect. So now for anybody else out there who's trying to pursue anything in hip hop or has a dream of that standard, what's something that you would suggest to them as a piece of advice? Um, write down what you want, man. Um, uh, thoughts become actions, actions, uh, or thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become reality. And um, if you if you write down what you want every month, at least every once every month, write down exactly your goals and write it as if you already have them. Like, um, you know, these are these are tricks that get your mind to shift into a different uh, brainwave uh, mm -hmm. format. Like, you know what I mean? 
so right down i am a i am a successful musician um i i am i'm achieving everything blah 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 whatever whatever it is that you want right yeah making something tangible in actions make it make a date for it as well you know what i mean and just work towards it bro and and every month just remind yourself of where you're going and just keep going and don't let anything stop you don't let anything anybody says stop you don't let anything you ever encounter stop you just keep going yo because you have you only have your life your life is yours um if if you if you switch your your plans according to anybody else the only person who has to live with those decisions is you nobody else so you have to do what's best for you have to do what's best for you you know what i'm saying real shit man just just go hard man yeah like we were saying about going all in man you're either all in or or you're falling out right 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 (laughs) facts Facts, facts. Well, yeah, man, I'm going to jump off of here, but I want to thank you again for your time, bro, because I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate getting to connect a little bit more and hear more of, of your background and everything. Yeah, you are yeah, know, man. Yeah, salute, it's man. Always, it's always going to be like that. When I blow up, you know you got an interview. <laughs> <laughs> real shit, real shit, man. All real right, shit. Buddy. But no, man, I, I want to stress too, though, like, I, I, you've always been uh, iconic to me in a sense. Like, there's so many things that I've always just had such faith in your grind. And it's just great to see, especially after I've been away from the music and everything for so long. And I come yeah. back and it's like, there's still sense on a new level doing <laughs> new shit. And it's like yeah. just going hard, you know, and it's blessed, man. I got Respect, faith in you, bro. Brother. Respect, brother. You already mm-hmm. know, man. I won't let y'all down. Canada, you already know. Real shit. Real shit. <laughs> All right. Bless it. up, man. Thank you again. Right. You already know. One. Easy. <laughs>